0: Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey, why not sports? D Murph, you a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah, we interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report. I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this is your Why Not Sports short. All right, world. Yes, indeed. It's another. Yes, that's correct. Another great guest here on Why Not Sports. Shout out to the East Coast. Shout out to just the love that I continue to receive. But before I continue, I have to introduce my guest goes by Curls in Sports, and this is the description. Now, I'm not just making this up. She said to herself, a curly girl in this sports world with a dash of randomness. Well, <laughs> help me welcome Miss Erica on the podcast, Why Not Sports. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming through.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me It's It's been <laughs> great to kind of just get connected with people Just through the crazy life of social media Right,
0: right, here. right, right, right And one of the things regarding social media As I stated earlier, shout out to the East Coast I got mad love for you guys Just overall, like I had a, a loyal listener Who wanted to remain, uh, you know, uh, anonymous Mm -hmm. i said okay i got you they said hey murph please check out this individual how you talk about the good bad and the ugly sports and how it impacts your everyday life it's a dope person doing great things in the sports world with some randomness which i think would be a perfect fit (laughs) for your show and here we are so miss erica can it's you- crazy
1: because when you think about it, if anyone's actually watching, reading, or listening to your thoughts, something just something like this ends up happening. And it's like, okay, cool. Someone is listening and watching right. and reading and everything.
0: <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right. So, yeah, it was crazy when. Because mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of times when I reach out to guests who really don't know me or haven't heard of me. It's kind of like, who is this guy? And one of the, the best things that I can admit to the world and for you, I didn't even tell you this when we spoke, how prompt your response was and the vibe. It was like, yo, this is dope. She's oh, yeah, man, you know, cool. Let's set up a time. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this is great because there's been times where I would reach out based on a lead or just in general and no response like nothing you know so for you to help bless the platform and and just acknowledge the the email it it was definitely something inspiring and just a great way for me to start 2020 especially with someone that um is new and doing dope things
1: thank you so much i appreciate it and of course like i i always think about it this way like i'm not anywhere near where i want to be in my career but you never know who you come across in the sports world. Like it's such a small world. You're going to end up working with so many people that you might end up moving on from a company. And it's like, Hey, did you work with such and such? Yeah, I did. He's such a great person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's so cool. Right. Yeah. She's great. She has a great, and so you never know who you end up working with. So I actually really hate when people tell, you know, I, when I hear those details, because it's like no platform is too big or too small. You have, you definitely have 15, 20 minutes out of your day to, to talk anything from sports to life to whatever it is
0: and that's correct and for sports curls and sports can you please let the world know how did you come up with that name
1: (laughs) that's funny um a friend of mine he who's actually a who's in on his way to become a director of photography so i'm happy that he's reaching his goals as well nice um he told me to come up with a memorable name that'll help you stand out, you know, cause it's like, you can just go Erica sports, simple, you know, whatever. Okay, right. cool. People are going to know who that is and what handle, but I feel like it's a lot more catchier. So I remember I was sitting on my couch with a legal pad and I'm like going over 20 names and just, I'm like, ah, I don't really like that. No, that one kind of corny. And then I was, my hair was out. So I'm like, Oh wait curls and sports at the time i had just um started this whole natural journey Mm -hmm. um there's natural movement like my hair was just super fried i had done crazy damage to it so i'm like you know let me go back to valuing my hair my curls so i said you know what curls and sports it is
0: i love it i love it i thank you yes yes and one thing that i I can admit to where like even myself when you do something that's out of the norm. is kind of uncomfortable and awkward at first, but if you just stick with it just a little bit, I promise you, like what you did, it, it, it'll make sense and it'll be catchy. And it's definitely, definitely, definitely catchy. Definitely, the hard catchy. work pays off yeah.
1: somehow. Yes, <laughs> In <the long laughs> yes,
0: indeed, <laughs> yes, it does. I know the Super Bowl is around the corner. Yes, it is. Now, do you have a favorite football team?
1: I do have a favorite football team, and they're obviously not in the Super Bowl. They okay. are the New York Giants.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, well, shout out to uh, to, to Eli and, and your Giants.
1: Right. Daniel yeah. Jones
0: is good. I think you guys have something promising with him.
1: Definitely. He has some big shoes to fill, but, you know, <laughs> like you said, promising. Got to definitely – just give him some. Give him a chance.
0: Mm-hmm. So with the Super Bowl being here, mm-hmm. w- what's your prediction?
1: It's funny because I actually really wanted a repeat of the Super Bowl of Super Bowl One.
0: Oh, but I Green like Bay and Kansas City. Yeah, gotcha.
1: But, at the end of the day, obviously, that's not what ended up happening. Um, and I found both games. It was such a good AFC and NFC Championship Sunday. I didn't expect it to be such a good game. And then, even though the second game I like, grew we everyone was shocked, but then you could just say, "You know, was Aaron Rodgers quote unquote exposed? I'm not too sure about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it was just crazy to see how much the defense of the forty nine has just stepped it up. like they've just do- just done a one eighty over the past couple of years. And for them to kind of shut down that offense, like that was just that blew my mind. I said, you know what? No, I'm I'm all for this Chiefs 49ers of Super Bowl. But to give you a pick, um, I definitely am going with the Chiefs all the way to win the whole damn thing.
0: There it is. You heard it from Miss E. Curls <laughs> in Sports Chiefs. What's yes. the score? Is it going to be a close? Is it going to be a blowout?
1: Only considering how both played on Sunday, I think it's going to be pretty close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout.
0: I agree. I agree. I want it to be a high-scoring game, to be honest. A high-scoring game.
1: Me too. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that happening. A hundred percent. Yeah. I need it. We don't want to sit there and watch a 14-0 game. Right. I'm like,
0: man, I didn't, you know, had a few beverages belly full <laughs> I, I wanted to see some i, I wanted to be entertained I like you know to put on my thinking cap you know not yeah
1: <laughs> and have to sit there and actually watch the commercial right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to stay entertained yes indeed seriously and I, i'm i'm gonna go back to another sport i'm gonna go back to the nba being mm-hmm. in new york are you a Knicks fan or a nets fan
1: no, thankfully. Okay. My, my okay. mental health, thankfully, <laughs> hasn't been affected by that. <laughs> I, I can't
0: argue. I can't <laughs> argue. I can't argue with that. I, do that'd, that'd cover the
1: Knicks. I have a soft spot for the Knicks, but um, I'm thankfully a Spurs fan. I don't know how, but I'm a Spurs fan. But I definitely have to thank my older brother for that.
0: <laughs> Shout out to your older brother, older brother D. Murph speaking. Um, <laughs> hashtag go Spurs go. And that's why I asked that question because. I don't come across especially if they do not live in Texas or San Antonio a Spurs fan. And I was going to lead up to that I mm-hmm. I found out doing my research you are a huge Spurs fan. Yeah. So shout out to but your I keep brother. It all inside. Yes, yes, <laughs> I get talked about all the time, yeah. Murph, That's why you' born at times. I'm wondering why. Like, what is the correlation, Murph? I said we're a championship pedigree. Yeah. we've been doing this consistently for years.
1: The fundamentals of basketball. Like, why are people calling this verse boring? That all that annoys the hell out of me so <sighs> much. But whatever, it is what it is. They just they're just jealous. That's hey. that's what I just think it is.
0: <laughs> y'all heard erica i guess you see i'm glad you guys noticing that it's not always me that say oh yeah why y'all hating why y'all jealous we don't have scandals like the patriots yes i've said all those things on this show and miss e miss erica got my back so leave our spurs alone okay
1: 100% i mean they're not they're not exactly where we wanted to you know where they're at i definitely don't think that they'll make the playoffs this year and which is going to be a crazy thing record for pops considering like his tenure on the team yes but i'm I'm sure you watched the game last night with zion's debut they oh i don't even know how they won that game because obviously like zion was just threes after threes and i'm so happy for the guy to come back like it's you could just tell like he was holding it all in like his emotions and smiles but yes I'm just so happy to see him out there, and you know it's been it's been hard, like going from first pick to getting to going to getting injured, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. the Spurs almost lost that game last night. We're like, what the hell's going on? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, why? Pop.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, you want Why are you make not calling a
1: timeout game. at five minutes? All right, you know what? I'm gonna let you do what you got to do, Pops, because <laughs> right. I'm not there. I'm right. not the head coach. Right.
0: <laughs> so I'm watching the game. I'm sitting there like. One, I know I got Erica coming on. A part of me was like, uh, why would you step back to let Zion just shoot uncontested open yes. threes?
1: It's true. They, for those, it was like, what, two, three minutes? Yep. And in those two, three minutes, I'm just like, wow. can You're not going to call a timeout? Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so we're just going to chill and watch the show. But, I mean, he did say that he's going to be a promising guy. Maybe he just also wanted to see it. Maybe he also gave him this opportunity to kind of just blossom. You know, (sighs) Pops, even though Pops just isn't really as, not not that he's a jerk to the media. He just hates dumb questions. Right. But seeing him, like, out there, he was just a spectator, too. He was just like, you know what? I'm going to just let him rock. That's what I'm thinking. Exactly. I was going to say the
0: same thing. I think what he was doing, like, hey. We're going to win. I like our chances of winning. <laughs> I want to see if you can really shoot because if you do make these threes, that's going to be a very, very good look for you.
1: Exactly.
0: And show that you are amongst the elite class, this draft class of the, the Jay Morants and uh, RJ Barretts. So.
1: Definitely. I agree with you.
0: Yep, 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 yep. As you said, no one how our spurs can be and how popovich work if, if it's not low management he go he might let you get a few buckets you know to build your confidence because he still mm-hmm. he still has a, a heart that's one thing he i've does. yes he does Yeah,
1: because I, I know you noticed in the halftime when the espn reporter asked him like about zion startup i think it was maybe the second quarter one of those two um he said, "No, he's gonna be a very promising kid in the yep. league. You know, we look forward to seeing his growth, and he just got to give him a chance. And then maybe that's what it was. He probably gave him a chance."
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So, mm-hmm. y'all know we got a uh, yeah world. Why not sports nation? Me and Erica. Me and Ms. E, we're going to come back and really dive in deeper on our own sports report. That's for later on, though. That's for later right? on. Right. <laughs> I promise. For sure. So what are your thoughts about the rookie class for this year, 2019's rookie class for the NBA?
1: Um, To be honest with you, it's I, I'm a little concerned because I'm seeing a lot of guys are injured, and I saw a tweet yesterday that says, I forgot who tore his Achilles in the Mavs. I forgot the, the player's name. Dwight Powell. Uh, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Him, like, and, and I saw a tweet yesterday and I said, whoa, you know, it's so true. Like, someone said, wow, there's so many people torn- tearing the Achilles. What's what's in these people's milks? Like,
2: mm-hmm. this is
1: something that's never been happening. It's been so dominant in the world maybe five, six years now. But even more recently, with younger players that are you know obviously we see katie going through it he says everybody would have a return, and then other players just suffering this this damn injury so we're just wondering what's going on and it's just those that they're just pushing themselves more when they're seven to ten years old as opposed to others that were really beasting when they were in high school what's the difference are they just playing harder so i am a little concerned about that but i do like the fact that they're super humble or maybe it's just me um you don't really see a lot of cocky behavior between the rookie class um they have good head on their shoulders i think and they just honestly just want to make a name for themselves regardless of who their parents were Mm -hmm. who their grandfathers are or godfathers whatever it is but um so far i think the one who's standing out the most is definitely um john Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Like he's just such—he's a spectacle. Like you, you're just like wow, he's killing it
0: right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm doing the NBA league pass just so I can see a few minutes myself. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. The
1: league pass is expensive. I feel you.
0: Yeah, and I don't even <laughs> like before him. Well, obviously when they had you know Zeebo, Mike Conley. Yes. I will watch the Grizzlies, but now for the past couple mm-hmm. of years, he's been the reason. Now I would actually take time to just kind of check in and see what he's mm-hmm. doing for that team.
1: Yeah, 100%. I feel like it's going to be interesting. Like I'm looking at the standings right now. I think that the between if it's going to be a little bit of a duke out war between the Spurs, Grizzlies and Blazers, who's going to get that eight spot? Because they've been flirting with the
0: HC for for a couple of weeks now. Yes, ma'am. Now, my listeners got on me about a month or two ago, including my co-host, yeah, Big Roy, real boy, turned up, row because he a Houston Rockets <laughs> fan. And he was like, uh, if y'all not going to make the playoffs. I said, if you know history, Popovich has made the playoffs. How many consecutive seasons? How many decades total? I said, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to bet against him. And the trading deadline is still around the corner. I said, you just never know. And here we are. We went from like 11 to now, like you said, barely holding on to that eight spot. So, anything is
1: possible. (laughs) It's true. Anything is really possible. You're right.
0: Yes, ma'am. Especially with uh, our Spurs. It's good to say our Spurs a lot. So, world, just bear with me. Like I said, it's not often. I think I've had maybe one or two other guests in my almost – since, since 2016, it's, it's been mm-hmm. less than a handful of Spurs fans that I can actually talk with. So, I get tend, I tend to get excited. So, just bear with me. I Aww. promise. So, thank you, Missy. It's e, exciting because,
1: I I, honestly, I don't meet any Spurs fans out here at all. And it's ironic. The only other Spurs fan in New York City, I'm engaged to him.
0: So. Hey!
1: <laughs> Small ass
0: <laughs> world. <laughs> well, welcome to the family. See, I love it. I love it. I love it. Right? I love it.
1: Mm-hmm definitely
0: so far as sports where did your love for sports come from were you an athlete coming up was it a family member where did your love for sports come from
1: um definitely more on the family member side okay. um watching sports with like my brother and my father okay. um my older brother he he's a few years older than me and my little brother. So he would have to babysit us and he would just park us with him next to the TV as he would watch the Mets. Um, he would watch the Spurs and then he would watch the Knicks. Thankfully we're not Knicks fans. So I'm <laughs> very, very happy about that. Right. But definitely it came from him, but you know, he was like, he was what a teenager and he was watching us while my parents were working. But then my love for baseball definitely came from my father for okay. sure. My dad is such, he used to play baseball when he was a kid, obviously, back home in his country. So, it definitely stems from that. But um, it's also a little bit part of, m- like, maybe barely 10%. I used to play softball in high school. Okay. But I wasn't really disciplined enough for it because I'm like, wait, I have to stay after school? Yeah, nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's real. That's real.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to be honest. If you, you don't want to do the time, then you don't belong here. Right. And I definitely said, I'm out. Bye. <laughs>
0: that's real that's real
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and i like to joke with other athletes especially (laughs) in middle school and high school when you realize how much time you have to devote to your sport it's kind of like i was just doing this so i can get out of class early or maybe travel the city or you know throughout the states Mm like how it is like aau during the summer you get to travel all that fun stuff during the actual school year now it's a little different
1: (laughs) it's true You still got to take the same amount of time to study. You're not missing any. You still got to do all your the same assignments. Assignments aren't disappearing.
0: So for that student athlete, that future student athlete, I know you've heard me say it a lot. But when you hear it from another guest, someone that has years in sports, whether it's reporting it watching it playing it yeah it's, it it definitely is going to take a lot out of you and you got to have that balance between like you said going to school still wanting to be a teenager and being an athlete so it's, it's definitely something that it teaches you young whether you want to do it or not so you won't be it's disappointed true. as an adult like man why did not know this at a young age oh you know
1: Oh yeah, like we the the. It's funny because um, when I was first getting into sports, I was like, "Why are they calling them veterans at third at thirty? Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh, it's because they've been playing for like fifteen years <laughs> of their lives."
0: <laughs> right, a lot of mileage.
1: So, exactly. So obviously, that's what they're considering. Like you see the Lebrons of of our lifetime.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's it's a term that I I mean I don't really agree with it because I, I, but I understand the whole thought behind it mm-hmm. but it's it's crazy Like people really think that it's easy you could just shoot a ball dunk it like no it takes technicality ability jump like so much stuff and it goes back to resting and dieting and just dedication overall
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so miss erica curls and sports yes <laughs> you're in the world of reporting sports sports journalism How did you get into that?
1: Of course. So um, it's funny because outside when I left college, um, I initially was just working retail. Um, I I thought I wanted to work in music. And I realized that the music world for me got a little boring. It's very much rinse and repeat. And not to say that sports isn't because obviously game's over. You report on it. Next game. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. but. It wasn't as exciting, so I remember I graduated with a uh, with one of my one of my specialties in the degree is it's TV broadcast and journalism, so it's a super broad degree. Obviously, you can use it for anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, you know what? I really want to want to go into the journalism aspect of this of this degree. So I was writing for a couple people from like Twitter on their fan cited websites little blogs here and there weekly recaps and then i started digging deeper and i actually owned the website with a former partner but unfortunately um she had some family um issues at the time Mm -hmm. and she kind of fell off from the world of sports so i said all right you know i'm left out here our page is no longer existing but because of the page i was able to cover so much stuff Mm -hmm. that um she was also working with blacksportsonline.com So I was very happy. Um, black sports online kind of opened the door for me, but you BSO. Know, sure- mm-hmm. yeah, BSO, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I made sure to just put in all the work on my own because these doors open, but they're, they do nothing open if you don't do the work behind them. So that means searching people's emails for credentials, networking, letting everyone know your name, but it all started out with honestly creating a decent following on Twitter. And, Um, I've met so many people because of it. um, And I just like to stay well-connected. So to give you kind of a timeline, this kind of started around 2013. Okay, And then the website, we both launched it in, I think early 2014. And it was around for about a year or two. The concept of the website, well, first of all, the website was called geeksandcleats.com. Yeah. So it was both, comic book style and also sports stuff um but yeah but it was a really good concept but at the time I think it would have been really successful but you know things happen for a reason at least I got a taste of it and I knew that this is what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. yeah and then um I've been working with BSO for I think almost six years now just been doing freelance writing and um I've been able to cover all the new york major teams except for hockey i'm not getting into hockey it's too no islanders not the
0: new york oh my bad i'm just doing it's all good
1: (laughs) no it's all good i don't i don't i'm not really too confident with my hockey skills but um i've been doing boxing in the city um any premiere so it's been a really really fun journey and i'm just happy that i've been able to put my best foot forward and work hard at it because hard work always goes noticed it will never go unnoticed
0: and that's why I'm very thankful for you. And I noticed what you've been able to do, talking with uh, you know professional athletes and yeah. going to premieres and events. I'm like, wow, like that's dope. And it's, it's good to see uh, now a peer of mine to be able to experience that. And when you see them on TV a lot, then you see them live and then you get a chance to actually interact with them one on one. Is For me, it's, it's definitely a humbling experience
1: no it really is and you get to see these guys like right after they end up losing or right after a victory you really see the raw emotions that you could see on camera but it's nothing like sitting in that press room you're like wow they're really feeling it they're really going through it Mm -hmm. or wow they're really excited you know good Mm -hmm. for them they got this crazy win so or premieres like they're so proud of their work but yeah it's been a crazy crazy ride in sports so far but um I also got an opportunity to work with zone. I'm not too sure if you're familiar with DaZone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So with zone, I was there for almost a year and a half. And unfortunately, due to layoffs, um, things happened. Yes, ma'am. It's all good. But I'm really happy that I was able to walk away with an even bigger knowledge about social media. Um, my title there was Bilingual Social Media Editor. So everything that anything you saw in Spanish was 100% from me. But nice. I also got the chance to collaborate with my teammates on stuff with which was um english language content but it was crazy to see the build-up because i was literally there from the very beginning so we went from what maybe a couple thousand followers to a hundred thousand followers in six months to um, two three weeks yeah so two three weeks before my departure um we were over 500k so that is crazy that it took us almost it it took us a little over a year to get to 500,000 followers so you know, like I said earlier, hard work pays off. The team was great. And I'm happy that they didn't, you know, knock us all out and just outsource this, right. this knowledge. So I'm happy that a couple team members stayed on board because they're really, truly brilliant minds and they know what they're doing. But, you know, business can't can get mad at it. And you just take it and move on with it because something they can never take from you is your knowledge.
0: Ding, ding, ding. And I have some listeners right now like Murph. I got to get her social media outlet right now like wow like she's dope she's doing some great things oh, i'm gonna let you guys know shortly how to reach her we almost done i promise <laughs> <laughs> i promise who was the person that you got in front of that got you starter or starstruck if anybody
1: starstruck i want to say um, it's funny. I'm I'm a big Dipset fan.
0: Ah. Go figure. <laughs> you know I mean? That's that music background you' talking about, right? I'll oh, come on, so, I'm with you.
1: Yeah. So I noticed that. Um. So at certain games, I've noticed. Um. Actually, the Knicks do this. I haven't. I haven't noticed if the Nets do this, but the Knicks have a celebrity list out in the front, right next to like player stats, the starting lineup. So I'm looking at the paper and I'm just like, holy crap! Cameron's gonna be here. <laughs> nah. <laughs> So I made sure I'm like, all right, I'm I'm eyeing him from where he's sitting, and I'm like, okay, halftime. I ran down there, and I'm like, Cam, I'm such a big fan. Can I please take a picture with
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> Did he say yes? Of course, yes. Okay, good. <laughs>
1: No, for sure. And I was actually, I was really, really excited. I was like, oh my God, I actually met Killer Cam. Like, I'm such a Dipset fan. It's crazy. I don't even know how, but I love (laughs) Dipset.
0: That's dope. That's dope. I got two more questions for you. On your bio, and I'm glad you still stick with them Angry Mets fans. Why are you an Angry Mets fan?
1: Oh my God. I've just been, this is just. It's frustrating to be a Mets fan. Okay,
0: okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
1: But um, there's just so many moves, like with the recent drama re- of the Astros. and now, about to having say, to tr- yeah, yeah, the
0: Astros. Whew, that's another yeah, story.
1: <laughs> having to trickle down to Carlos Beltran. Like, I hear some opposing arguments, like he should have never stepped down. I uh, had a few conversations with people, like, would you have stepped down? And then a few people labeled out, like, no. But the reason why he stepped down, I think, ultimately, is because these questions would have just been lingering around all season long. And I don't think he wanted to deal with that. Like he already knew what New York media quote unquote is about. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to change the face of New York media because New York media just needs to get younger. And that's, it's really what it is. Like it's, you see these men and these older white men, let me be more specific, older white men in these press rooms that don't really connect to the players. Mm -hmm. They don't really have anything in common with them. Right. Um, whereas, they're asking these questions it's like one of first of all they don't even speak your language you need a translator that you can't even really there's no there's no way you can communicate with this person but obviously carlos Beltran speaks english but he felt that it was just best for him to just knock down because i can only imagine those the constant titles i'm sorry the constant titles to the articles all season long would have been like mets win 10 run a row what equipment are they using for example right. i don't know i'm just be- I'm thinking off the top of my head what good? would have happened yeah so, I think it was the smartest thing for him to step down. I don't know if if I would have stepped down, but being labeled co-conspirator—that's definitely not something that goes against you. So I don't—I th- don't know if he'll get another job in MLB. I definitely doubt it. Along with Alex Cora, but yeah, it's unfortunate. But I don't see this. It's and this goes back to like you—you know—when people say, "Oh, you don't want why bar- you bar- guys bringing up the race card," but you just can't help but bring it because. <sighs> The league is just so white dominated mm-hmm. that you know Hitch is gonna end up probably getting a job maybe five six years down the line mm-hmm. if that. Mm-hmm. So you can't help but wonder about that, but they wouldn't understand our struggle because they you know they don't they're quote unquote don't see color. Now right. that's the bigger problem. Right,
0: and that's one of the things to again for next time for next time I want to definitely hit on your experience being a, a, a Latino being a woman in the sports world that is dominated by men as you talked on so that's for yeah. next time though. that's for next time
1: for sure but i am happy that i do see the press room is getting more with black men and it's crazy like black men and, and black women in the press room have been like my biggest allies and right back at them
2: Good. because
1: like we're we're such a minority in that already small space like There's no competition between us. Let's just try to elevate each other and help each other out as much as possible Mm
0: -hmm.
1: versus the majority where you obviously see it.
0: (laughs) And that's why... For the world that don't know First time listeners Thank you for tuning in The Avid listeners What up And that's what I wanted to Create my own platform first 100%. As
2: A hundred percent
0: As an independent So when I do Knock on that door Like yo This is what I've done This is who I worked with On my own back All I'm looking for Is a, mm-hmm. a, a, a avenue To just You know Let me in Without having to Well what have you done You need to experience No, I've, I've already done this for, f- Since 2016
1: yeah and i love that it's so inspirational because you do a podcast on your own and that's something that's been on my mind and people have been telling me you know you could do it on your own you could just discuss a couple topics do it what maybe 15 or 20 minutes push that 30 minutes tops because now you're competing with people's attention span
2: Mm -hmm. um, Uh every
1: other week yeah so it's something that's been on the back of my mind but it goes back to time dedication right is this something that i want to do or why not do this as well
0: right 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 right. and the last question you you heard you heard miss uh curl curls in sports the the time the time span and attention span goes hand in <laughs> hand does your favorite number aka your first tattoo number yes. seven <laughs> congratulations
1: thank you i'm actually staring at it right now i still forget that i have some sometimes. <laughs>
0: I, I I follow you on social media now. I had a few minutes to kinda of dive in deep and just like, check oh, some things scroll. out. And <laughs> what really got me excited for you, not only because your your first tattoo, but mm-hmm. the reason why you put the number seven. Can you just elaborate on that right quick before we go?
1: Oh, for sure. It's been I feel like with the a tattoo is a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm you have to make sure that you're going to be happy with this tattoo when you are well into your 70s and wrinkly as hell and want to make sure it looks good as opposed to getting one on your arm that says mom or i don't know your name i'm happy that people aren't getting their names tattooed anymore Mm -hmm. i'm happy that that's in the past
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: but um the number seven has like it's my favorite number um i see it all the time so when i was looking up like reasons behind it. obviously it's people like you and me that could put up these reasons why number seven is such a special number right right the, the meaning really stood out for me and um, i'll read it real quick for people um the number seven is a highly spiritual number that is associated with intuition mysticism inner wisdom and a deep inward knowing encountering angel number seven over and over again means that positive things are flowing freely towards you at this time the number seven is the foundation of god's word that blew my mind when i read that mm. seven is the number of completeness and perfection both physical and spiritual so when i read that meaning i said oh yeah this is definitely like but i just had to think about the actual act of me sitting in a tattoo chair like it really hurt in that spot on your wrist
0: oh i could ta- imagine
1: It is the tiniest little bones, and then your veins are right there. I said, oh, can I just get out? You don't have to finish, (laughs) but I'm out.
0: (laughs) That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Miss E, Miss Erica, Curls and Sports, thank you, thank you, thank you. Having you on this show, having you for the start of 2020 is inspiring for me as I continue this sports world, being in the sports world and this journey and journalism is definitely good to, to, to see that I know someone that's doing it and doing very well. So thank you very much for that.
1: Yeah, right back at you. And thanks so much for also inspiring me like in the podcast world, because honestly, podcasts are the ones that's going to save radio. It's right. No one's listening to the radio these days. Everyone's like, what podcast should I listen to? What podcast should I listen to? And whereas there's these, there's these amazing podcasts, but no one's really giving them any, any sort of shots. So I'm happy that you're, you've been doing it and you haven't been discouraged by it.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, a little bit, a few times, but uh, that's for another yeah. day, where I mean, our promise. Yet. Like I said, it's we're going right. to bring her back. <laughs> we're going to talk, talk in more depth of the, the battles it's anyway. The struggles,
1: <laughs> for real. It's not glitz and glam. It's trying to figure out, okay, how do I get from MetLife to MSG?
0: Come on. <laughs> come on. Especially in that New York traffic. Woo-wee. Mm-hmm, now see definitely. why you got to take the public transportation.
1: Oh, yeah. There's no way. On the outer boroughs, you could definitely drive. Like, I'm a driver, but in the city you just get <laughs> you're just so angry driving and it's just a few avenues you're like why is there so much traffic
0: i know Where Trust me. these cars
1: me. come from
0: trust me i said man i love new york for the world like merv you was hyping you was giving us props what happened no i'm not knocking new york like i feel mm-hmm. like in my past life i was a new yorker i was a new yorker and i really believe that but nice. when it comes to that traffic <laughs> yeah y'all can have that Mm
1: -mm, no mm -mm. it's it's anxiety and it's you're just angry all over again and someone cuts you off you're just ready to punch them in the face it's it's a wrap
0: (laughs) (laughs) well can you just let the world know where they can find you how they can support your movement and again i this was a very very dope episode i've lost track of time i'm like wow
1: no thank you again for having me it's it's always great to revisit and you know just talk about the journey because you didn't do it alone and it's always good to give back so i just want to make sure that people if they're out there obviously listening um that i'm definitely willing to help out i could definitely share insights and be able to talk about journeys and media honestly but to answer your other question um people can find me at curls and sports spelled normally nothing crazy and in both of those Twitter and Instagram bios are my YouTube links, so people can view my YouTube um, my videos. I'm sorry, that was repetitive. <laughs> my interviews from the no, nah, you good. <laughs> <laughs> my interviews from the past till just literally a few weeks ago. So it's been it's been a crazy journey in this crazy world of sports.
0: And some might say we crazy. Yeah.
1: But hey, I yeah. love
0: it. This is a good crazy that I can deal with for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah, 100% agree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you said something that you said, oh, it was repetitive as far as what you were saying. I think that's part of the reason or a big part of the reason why people don't listen to radio. Because it's a lot of times it's not authentic it's scripted you gotta sound like this you gotta make sure you you know sound mm-hmm. or, or say certain things it's kind of like man exactly. i can say so um and, and am i gonna get fired from my podcast no
1: exactly <laughs> like it's okay to get lost in your own thoughts and get derailed there's no need to have a hundred percent perfection exactly. and if anything it just shows your human side
0: yeah and i've i've messed up a few times i might have said on my first episode oh wait mm-hmm. that's another story again i was in 2016 <laughs> so i was umming and um i was talking very low and like the yeah. it was it was it was it was a definitely the it was an experience where i was a straight up beginner didn't know no better mm-hmm. however with years obviously dope guests such as yourself from another region uh just doing great things it started you start building your confidence and just it started mm-hmm. becoming normal
1: yeah you start to find your voice
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so world thank you for for rocking with us like i said time time is precious and i got things to do miss erica definitely she got something for the sports world she got a knockout so i'm not gonna be the reason why she don't get it done because she gotta come <laughs> back for more it's all about being a dope uh dope host and i, I know i don't want to ruin uh her welcome, or my welcome for the future. So to find me on Twitter and Instagram, find me at It's Demurf. You can find the show on most platforms. If there isn't a platform that I'm not on, please keep me in the loop. Reach out to me so I can make sure I can gain that exposure and make that happen. All right, y'all. We out. Appreciate everybody. Peace. For now, I am Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. And this has been your Why Not Sports Short. This has been a special report from Why Not Sports. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress.